it's just one thing after another with this. It's like a reality show. You're going on. It's like keeping up with the Kiffins, almost. This is outrageous. It's amazing, but outrageous. You are locked on Ole Miss. Your daily podcast on the Ole Miss Rebels. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, welcome to the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. I am your host, Stephen Willis. Thank you very much for tuning into the show. Um, today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. It's Bet Online where the game starts. Also, thank you for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. So do us a favor, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell for notifications, and participate in the conversation by commenting down below or upvoting the video itself. So, stuff happened. I've recorded this show three times today, trying to figure out which way it's going to go. It's been going back and forth, and I've been trying to do it. And full disclosure, it is midnight um, on Thanksgiving morning whenever I record this. But I just wanted something in the morning for everybody. So, this is what we have, Okay. Before my SEC After Dark show that I did, I was on there for an hour and a half, and I actually went over a good bit of the Len Kiffin stuff there. So if you want to go to the Y'all's Conference Network um, YouTube page, that show should be up there as well. Um, but before that, I got in touch. There was rumors that were going around. And everybody was like, hey, you started to see Twitter kind of spike up. And you know whenever you do this long enough to pay attention to that because something is happening. You just have to find out where and what. And it turns out, shockingly, this was about Lane Kiffin. And the rumor was that he was looking at staying. So I called my people over at Auburn, and I talked to them. They're like, hey, there's some people over here panicking at the moment. Um, they are, they, people that were 99% sure this was getting done are now like 70, 65% sure that it's getting done. And you probably need to re-record your show just to make sure it, it's framed up in the right way. And I looked at it and it's like, okay, I got that. And we started talking about it and looking at it. And there's like, people over here are panicked of what's going on. And first of all, now I'm not going to take a victory lap because Lane Kiffin can still go to Auburn, but one thing that nobody can do is claim that um, Lane Kiffin would have been going to Auburn because it's a better job. That's been my fight for three weeks. That's not a better job than Ole Miss. And the fact that the rumored salary was $120 million guaranteed, if you turn that down to stay at a job making nine and a half, you're not a better job. If it was nine and a half and nine and a half, we could have a conversation. But as it was, that was kind of a desperate move on their part. So we were worried about the amount of money that we were hearing, okay? That is where that came from. The amount of money guaranteed. They basically, they're saying, hey, Jimbo Fisher's contract, Texas A&M, hold my beer. That is what this contract was going to be, like 10 years, $120 million guaranteed. That is the amount that we heard. We heard that from our Auburn people. We heard that 
multiple different places going around. And that's just a huge sum of money. And that honestly explains a, you know, a lot of what's happening. If you think about how this went down, or is going down because it's not over, um, it makes sense whenever that much money's there. Do this, don't say anything, or else you put in jeopardy $120 million. I mean, that seems to be a good pull, but there always is going to come a time when money deals with benefits and quality of life and all of that comes into play. Whenever, eventually, all of those are going to have to be answered. And like I said, Lane Kiffin could absolutely still go to Auburn. Just like he before, he could absolutely stay at Ole Miss. So, don't hear me saying is anything is definite. Right now, things are trending towards Ole Miss. That doesn't mean it's going to stay that way. In a contract negotiation, pretending to walk away is your most powerful bargaining chip. If there's something in your contract that you don't want there, you, you can pretend to walk away. Now, the other side, during my SEC After Dark show, I looked on um, Auburn Live, Justin Hokinson. Um, the on three Auburn person. And he started talking like, hey, they still think everything's going to happen as if it was yesterday, that nothing's changed. But a couple of things are problem and people are starting to worry. And if it doesn't happen, Justin Hokinson says, Hugh Freeze would immediately be the pivot. And then all of a sudden you started hearing Hugh Freeze and then it built momentum towards Auburn. And to the point where that's all you can think of um, when it comes to that. It's like, Hugh Freeze, Hugh Freeze. And it makes you wonder if Lane Kiffin decided to walk away as a point of leverage. It doesn't matter why he walked away. Let's say if he just decided to walk away and Auburn's like, hey, we can't make this contract if we change what he wants changed or something like that. I don't know. It's one of those situations when everything is blowing one direction and then all of a sudden it stops. Why did that happen? I mean, these are going to be questions that we're not going to get because, you know, um, Lane's agent's not going to say anything. John Cohen's not going to say anything. Nothing's going to happen. It's just going to be a deal where it ended up. Now, I'm pretty excited. Like, like I said, when we get to um, segment three, we're going to talk about kind of what this means, okay? And it's not exactly going to be a total um, love fest about what's going on because they still have to, last two weeks, have to be answered for. Now, they can, and I've said that multiple times on the show, they can be answered for. It can be fixed. All it requires is one person. All of this. Because here's the thing. Fans want to believe exactly what's going to happen. If Lane Kiffin stayed at Ole Miss and confirmed all of the opinions of the Ole Miss fans, they wanted to believe that. So when they didn't, it hurt a lot more. And the last week was painful for the fan base. There's no getting around that. So there's going to be able to get fixed? Yes. And I'll tell you how in the third segment. Um just to let you know, 
BetOnline is the sponsor of tonight's show. BetOnline is your number one source for all of your sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get all the latest odds and trends for every professional or amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer to esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find all of those at BetOnline.net as well. If you look at the line down below, now, if this is something where Lane Kiffin has told his team tonight that he's staying, let's go, let's do this, that two-point spread, I would take Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss has a better football team than Mississippi State. All of the distractions and everything's gone on. I think that could pile up, and that's the reason that line is so low. Now, the over-under has gone like from 63 to 58 to 61. So that's kind of interesting, but it's supposed to be 90% chance of rain and some of it heavy. So I would say bet the under and Ole Miss to cover would be my guess as well. We have an Egg Bowl preview on the site as well if you want to check out and dig more into the Egg Bowl as well. But should be pretty cool. Anyway, bet online where the game starts. So, Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. For the um, for the second listen of the day, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. It's Locked On Sports today, um, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, full disclosure, it is after midnight. I'm a little bit loopy, so some stuff could get missed, so I apologize for that. But the high point of what's going on is what we talked about in the first segment, is the absolutely bonkers night that led from Lane Kiffin basically being both feet out the door, like there's a thread of his blue jeans was still in the house, to all of a sudden him trending to stay. Coaching searches are bizarre. That's the reason on this whole thing, on this whole thing, I would I will never go 100%. The lowest I would go, uh, like, is 5 or 10%. Because there's always, always time that they can back out. Now, how they do it, that's another story. We'll talk about that in the third segment. But I think if he does stay, What does that look like? A, the recruiting class is awesome. The transfer portal with the new Grove Collective announced $10 million kitty of toys for Lane Kiffin. He's going to have a new Manning Center. All of this stuff is going to be built up for Lane Kiffin. 2023, as I told you all year, was the year that this team was built to make a run. Jackson Dart, Quinshawn Judkins... Maybe even Zach Evans. Maybe Zach Evans comes back a year. I don't know. It's not a home run, but it's possible. Zach Evans has 140 carries and 899 yards. An impressive year. An incredibly impressive year. Now, let's pay attention real quick to the way the game is played tomorrow night. Now, I understand that preparation is probably going to lead to a little bit of operational sloppiness. The weather is going to add a little bit of sloppiness to the game. This is going to be a sloppy game. The defense, if they cover well, if they tackle well, if the defense plays well at all, 
of Ole Miss should be in good shape, and I think they should be motivated to do it if Lane is staying. Now, if Lane decided to pull the biggest all-time troll in history and on Friday morning just still go to Auburn, which he could do, it, that could be interesting. I, I don't know. I don't know if that can happen now. You're starting to hear things to where John Cohen's pivoted to Hugh Freeze. You're starting to hear those rumors. Now, these are absolutely rumors, but they're from their experts. You're starting to hear stuff from the Ole Miss media side with Neil McCready and Chase Parham and Brad Logan and all that giving their thoughts of what's going on and why he's staying. Like, you hear things like it was announced at the, at the team meeting when they were staying at the hotel, um, when that was a- announced there. Um, and then it started to slowly get out, and that's kind of what started this tweet storm. This is all very, very interesting stuff. I mean, it's phenomenal. And But like I said, in, in, in segment three, we're going to talk about a little bit the elephant in the room, but it can be fixed. That's the important thing. The important thing is it needs to be fixed, and we need to make sure we get next year off for this. In any coaching cycle, we get next year off. If you want to try and put us through this next year again, we're going to have a problem. So it is a hallmark of him. He made potentially the decision that could change that game at least. And we'll see exactly if he if he's the coach of the team, Ole Miss is, if they win that game, they are the odds-on favorite to go to the Citrus Bowl. So there, all of a sudden, everything comes back in play because here's the here's the rub in this whole thing. If Lane Kiffin chose to stay, this was always going to be remarkably easy. There was always going to be a path. Everything had been done. There's some little tweaks that need to be made to pro- potentially to the staff, but it was always easy to do. You find certain players, they know exactly what the roster looks like, how to rebuild it, who they need to attack in the portal, what's going on in regular recruiting. This was always going to be remarkably easy if he stayed. The thing that got Ole Miss upset was the two weeks of limbo. And I'm not going to ask any Ole Miss fan to apologize for that because that was legitimately horrible. And it just happened. And it just happened over and over again. It was like Groundhog Day where you woke up and did the same thing every day. And that wears on absolutely everybody. And me, what I think, I want to be a voice for the fan. That's all I care. I don't have any attachments to the athletic department. I don't have any attachments to traditional media. I want to do commentary and perspectives. That's what I want to do. I want to do voice of the fans. What they're what they're thinking about, I want to lend a voice to that. That's, that's why I do this. And do I care if that upsets the admin from time to time? No. Do I care if that upsets certain people from time to time? No, not even a little bit. Do I care if that upsets the opposing team's fans? Well, yeah, I do care about that because that's half of my business model. Um, But, I mean, it's potentially 
groundbreaking news. Now, I think in the third segment, whenever we talk about this, we do need to be real about what this is and what this will be because this is a different world no matter what happens from then on than it was four weeks ago. It is a completely different world, and, and that is because of what's happened over the last couple of weeks. That can't be changed. People might call for that to go away or see what's going on. That can't be changed. And if he stays, he'll have to answer for that. And we'll talk for that talk about that in the third segment. Um, and talk about what's next. And talk about what's next if he stays. And that's a fun conversation. That's a fun conversation. Anyway, we'll be right back in just a second. All right, thanks for making the Locked On Almost podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. So do us a favor, give us a subscription on YouTube. And, of course, upvote the video itself and comment down below. And I am team don't talk trash, as you guys know that. I do not talk trash at all. It's, I'm not any good at it. I get angry about it. it it's, it's just not a good situation uh, at all. So what has gone on with the Auburn people over the last two weeks? And them talking about just a... Deadpan. Oh, oh, Ole Miss is a terrible job. They made it sound like Ole Miss was basically Louisiana Monroe, and they were Alabama. That that was the difference in the job. And there's no way that Ole Miss is a better job than Auburn because of this, something made up. And they made up some NIL number that was essentially pledges, I believe, because the article that was written on NIL was like $7.5 million. And... It, that can't be true because it, that would be not be 10 times Ole Miss's NIL because 10 times of $10 million. I'm from Mississippi, but that's $100 million, and you're dealing with like three years of Texas A&M there. So what happens next if Kiffin stays, which is trending that way, and by the time you hear this, everything can change. Like I said, I recorded this three times today. It is now after midnight. Because I just wanted to give you something, honestly, to be happy about on your way to Thanksgiving, thinking about an Egg Bowl. After the two weeks, I think you deserve it, honestly. So, what next? I think Ole Miss needs to win this game. Desperately needs to win this game. If they lose this game, this will make Kiffin's apology tour harder. And and make no mistake, Kiffin's going to have to make that apology tour. The The... Whatever Kiffin wants, Kiffin gets mode that we were four weeks ago, that world has died. The, the fan base is going to be protected. Ole Miss is going to be protected. And that, that is now going to be important. If you want to talk about somebody that has killed capital, that has probably happened. Because the last two weeks have been absolutely terrible. Been horrible. People can um, pretend they put a brave face on, but they didn't. Um, and Kiffin can turn all of this around, but he needs to glad hand. He needs to kiss babies. He needs to do what he needs to do. And most importantly, he needs to win games. 
He needs to beat Mississippi State. And then next year, he needs to not put up a 7-5, and 8-4. and four. He needs to actually compete again for the SEC West. Period. Because 2023 is supposed to be a West competing team. If you look at the talent on the roster, that's what it's saying. He needs to do the things expected to win games. Now, now that he's seen exactly what this can do and how this can get out of hand, I think he will admit, would admit privately that he handled this poorly. He wanted to say nothing and do that, but the problem is when the other side is saying all that much and you're saying nothing, it turns into basically a conclusion. And it was a conclusion. Can you think about a situation where you would turn down a 10-year contract worth $120 million guaranteed? I mean, that's the number that's been thrown around all over the internet. The highest paid coach in college football, and you say no? That's That's amazing. Especially um, in a business where so many people are about money. In the age of NIL, everything's about money. We're raging money for the Grove Collective. We have a capital campaign and champions now. All of this is going on. Everything is so money-centric. To walk away from $120 million. That does not say your program is in a better shape. Even if he doesn't, even if he goes at this point. The fact that it's so close, that does not say your program is in better shape. Just doesn't. Now, you can claim, you can claim that you want to be, you can claim all of this fictional stuff. But I've said from the beginning that Auburn is not a better program than Ole Miss. Auburn used to be a better program than Ole Miss. But now... They're a program that thinks they're Alabama and has South Carolina results. And because of that, I don't think, like I said, I think they're in like 1973. If you look at it, they're like 1973 in their decline. If you look at the last time they were really, really relevant, it's 10 years. Now, that's probably... It's 10 years they won a national championship ago. That, that's a big moment. But if you look at 1963 or 1962, let's just say 63, the last Ole Miss national championship, they'd be 1973. And they're a desperate program. That's one thing that Ole Miss fans need to be aware of. They are a desperate program. And a desperate program will do strange things. Like, offer $120 million guaranteed because they don't want to be 2007 Tennessee. Again, it's nothing against Auburn. I think you just need to know who you are. Can they get a good coach? Yes, everybody in the SEC is rich. Everybody can get a good coach. Can they just go cherry pick any coach out there? No, it's, as you can see, it's a little bit more work than that. You might get him. You're going to pay, and if that happens, if the amount of money and you get him happens, we're going to laugh because that that's crazy. That That's worse than Jimbo's contract. So anyway, 
Thank you very much for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today. It's available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Okay, last night was a super weird night. I hope everybody has a fantastic Thanksgiving. Please be safe going to all whatever dinners you're going to or if you're going up to Oxford for the game. Anyway, if anything else happens, tune in tonight for the postcast and we'll talk about it along with the game. And if anything happens on Friday, we will live stream. We will, we will do that, open up the chat, and everybody can have their say. So this is going to be a fun thing. This whole thing has been about commentary and perspectives. It's always going to be about commentary and perspectives. We are not a news-breaking organization. We don't want to be a news-breaking organization. We want you to have your say. Anyway, hope everybody has a great Thanksgiving. I will see you a little bit later on today. Anyway, I'll catch you later. Peace.